Today, join me, but watch out. Today's show, we will discover how and what is behind coaching runners and using mental techniques. Hey, who am I? My name is Heiko, 35 years of running or coaching runners, but join me first. Here is the intro. Welcome to Hypno Running, the show where we do more than just talk about running. We help you find solutions to develop your full potential, making you a better, faster, and smarter runner. And here is your host, Heiko. Uh, hey, I'll tell you what. Have you gone out for a run today? If you haven't, do it. Do it right now. You won't regret it. I didn't or, or never do. I mean, didn't go out for a run, and I never do regret it, especially today. Hey, tell you, it felt like I was running in summer. Early morning, I went out for a run, and my car was still covered in frost. <laughs> i got to admit, it looked more a bit like a frozen statue. I thought, no, nope, come on, let me run in the afternoon. Now, listen, this is mental advice, number one. This is a dangerous move. If you're already dressed all up in your running gear, and you're downstairs, and you're like, okay, and then you change your mind, ooh, dangerous move. You know what happens. You might skip the run. You might forget about it because in the afternoon you think you've already gone out for a run. Uh, anyway, I didn't. Oh, I didn't forget. I went, especially because I am on my 112th day of running this year. Eh, not that I'm counting. I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> so, yes, it's a streak. I, I usually go out for a run every day anyway. So I just started counting. Mm, the distance, it depends. I mean, if I do a run streak, I feel like personally, I like to keep it at least, or, or let's say for me, it should be at least a, a 5K. That's a distance I can squeeze in no matter how long my day is or how busy I am. It's like the 5K is a good distance for me in my situation. That also allows me to run when or if, and well, I hope it doesn't happen, but if I feel a bit weak or I might be coming down with something, you know, us guys, we're always like, oh, I'm not feeling good. I'm afraid I'm going to die. Anyway, you know, it's one of those but I don't. Uh, the best thing, and this year in January, actually, I went out for my furthest run yet this year. It was a 50K. So you, you can say anything between a 5K to a 50K is a good distance for me. Why did I do a 50K uh, in, in winter? Uh, let's actually make that another podcast episode. Hey, but fact is, I'm enjoying it, especially we're right into spring here in Germany. And talking about a, a run streak, I mean talk a lot about perseverance or the last podcast remember the the diamond episode one what's what's the process that you know from carbon you after some time have a diamond well what needs to happen and it's just excessive pressure now maybe you didn't like that example you didn't like the word pressure especially <laughs> pertaining to your running now if that's the case pay attention to the rest of your inner dialogue i'm pretty sure you're not the runner you could be there seems to be a bit more potential lurking there. And, and, this is, and this happens to a lot of runners, especially as we grow older. Sometimes we think automatically to, to go slower. And then if you meet another coach or you meet me, I, I get it a lot. People are asking me, well, look, with your brain techniques and all this, I mean, won't a 21-year-old just automatically run faster than a 40-year-old? Hey, that's the wrong question to ask. It's, it's not about comparing strangers of different ages. You're not going to be 21 again, by the way, you know, hello. <laughs> it's about comparing to your abilities and, and your talents. And of course, uh, as I mentioned in another podcast, um, uh, it, it was in uh, season two, episode number eight, 
Uh, I, I remember it because it's, it's an episode I really enjoyed. Actually, you, you're obliged, you owe it to yourself to, to activate your potential. That was the name of the show, Activate Your Potential. If you haven't yet listened to it, hey, what's wrong with you? Why are you not listening to it? <laughs> but please do. I want to invite you. And Or you think, hey, this is exactly that a friend of mine needs to hear, then please do and share it. And if you are wondering, how on earth are you going to do that? that? That being activate your potential. Just listen to the podcast. You might just pick up on some details that are helpful to you. Like, you know, digging for gold and you're going to find a nugget, you're going to be happy. <laughs> um, today I want to, I want to talk a bit about a psychologist who really explored and shared like revelations in a way that is understandable and that are easy to relate to. And actually, he was the founder of these philosophies of these different um, human functions, the stuff that's going on under our skull. And I said I want to dive in a bit deeper because most of these findings, they, they're watered down. Watered down, I mean like they're rewritten and they're rephrased. Why? Because, well, magazines want to sell headlines. I mean, or magazines only sell if they have a good headline. Um, preparation is half your run, or mental confidence busters, or your three steps to mental greatness. And if you've bought that magazine or listened to some watered-down version of mental confidence, you most probably find that, hey, it, it didn't help me a lot. I mean, you might still remember the headline, but uh, it, it just didn't do anything with you. And here at, at, at Hypno Run or Advanced Endurance Coaching, it's it's different. And I want to explain it to you. Why the headline didn't do anything for you? Obviously, it's like drinking a Coke, okay? Hang on, drinking a can of Coke. Well, let me rephrase that. Hang on. Yeah, now i got it. Drinking an ice-cold can of Coke is, to some of us, mm, it's perfect experience. Drinking an ice-cold can of water with a small amount of Coke isn't the same thing. Now, if you want a Coke... You expect it. I mean, in the example I gave, didn't you? you? You actually thought of drinking a Coke, and whether you like Coke or not is irrelevant. But you thought of a Coke. You didn't think of a watered-down portion. And that's why today we're going to bypass. I'm happy you joined because actually you're going to bypass all those Facebook and YouTube's, hey, get faster by doing this every day, like, like those hyped-up videos. And look, if, if they really would make the effort and explain and go deeper, but just grabbing the headline and working off from that, it'll produce bad experience. And if if all you have to do is affirm a, a strong finish time, I will finish finish, <laughs> I will finish strong, I will improve my time, and you're going to try it and you're going to fail, you're going to associate brain training with something that doesn't work. And you're going to say, well, brain training, it, it doesn't work. <laughs> but hang on, actually, you never ever trained your brain in the first place. You tried something that wasn't in correct context, and obviously you failed at reaching your goal. Welcome today to overwriting your bad experience, and thank you for listening so far. Okay, here goes. Some fundamentals. Are you ready, champions? Drumroll, drumroll. Give me a high five. Come on. Okay, <laughs> there are five pillars that's, that stand out whenever we talk about mental or mind training for runners. Now, the, the first one is preparation breeds confidence. Now, preparation is the is the foundation of confidence. When I first heard that many years ago, I really remembered, I was thinking like, how's that supposed to work? And uh, it's a very special person who, who taught me that, uh, Uncle Ken. And he, he, I was really, I went home that evening, I was thinking, come on, preparation is confidence? I mean, isn't that supposed to be something you have inside of yourself and some people have it more, some haven't got it? Think about it. <laughs> if you're lined up for a race, 
and you prepared like never before. How do you feel regardless of the distance? I mean, whether it's a 5K, 10K, or a half marathon, or a marathon. If you've prepared for it, how are you going to feel? Confident. That's it. And this preparation includes the the physical side, the, the technical side, the, the equipment related, you know, and the mental parts of your sport. And it means putting or investing the time, the effort, into each aspect of the training. And it sounds so obvious, doesn't like, duh, you know, but how often do runners fail exactly at this point? See, you know this. If you don't have discipline to ensure your gear is ready, and you're assigned time where you're going to be away from family, from social events, and you're going to go and run. Then you then you fail at step one of mental training. I hear this so much. Well, I didn't have time. Why didn't you have time? Oh, I didn't have my gear with me. Come on. Those are, those are low-hanging fruits to overcome. Now, unfortunately, they are popular taglines. Hey, and if, if you have this part of your life figured out, congratulations. Now, let's move on to the next one. And how about I give you the headline first, okay? <laughs> your brain, the confidence builder. Okay, here's the <laughs> here's the real point. Mental skills reinforce confidence. Now, inspirational thoughts and images, they will bolster your motivation. Positive self-talk, your body language, it'll fortify your confidence. Intensity control to, to combat that that confidence depleting anxiety of the distance or the confidence depleting anxiety of, of the time. Tell me. What are your keywords to maintain focus? What are your keywords to avoid distractions? And emotional control techniques to, to calm yourself under pressure. How do you do that? How do you calm yourself under pressure? Hey, and this pressure can mean getting prepared to go out and run. It, it doesn't relate to pressure experienced by pro athletes on the track only. No, this can mean for you pressure to, to just getting changed into your running gear, pressure to run up a hill you never ran before, Pressure to run further than you usually run. And all these pressure moments, they need to first be experienced. And then proper mental processes need to be need to be learned so that you then not only see yourself running with purpose and pride, but that you do it. Which leads to the next key point. The headline would be, here it comes, how to build unbreakable confidence. Ooh, that's a good headline. <laughs> the real headline is, again, there are points that... That, that we here at Advanced Endurance Coaching, we specialize in that. It's because, hey, it's, it's such a pleasure to just see a runner develop and, and succeed with this training philosophy. Okay, the real headline is adversity ingrains confidence. Now, athletes they can't always train or compete in ideal conditions. Sometimes we are tired or the weather isn't right, the mood isn't right, whatever. So you as a runner have to be prepared to overcome adversity. Don't avoid adversity. The challenge is, to maintain your confidence even when you're faced with, a, with the worst possible conditions, the worst possible situation. And, and here, if you mention the word streak, running streak, see, it's one of the most powerful methods to overcome procrastinations. Did you know that? In all my dealing with athletes, I still need someone to show me a more effective technique than this. Uh, a streak of running every day. Hey, and, and, and this, uh, this one I'm doing, it will be my fourth full year running streak, 365 days of continuous running. And yes, there are people, they've done more, they've done further. Again, it's not the point. I'm not comparing myself to others. Point is, I, I want to make, even if it's a 90-day run streak, a 60-day run streak, 
Not every day will be perfectly aligned for you to go out and run, but you will develop a solution-orientated mindset. That's it. That's what's going to happen if you commit to a run streak. Okay, support bolsters confidence. And you know this, social support. It's difficult to achieve any success on your own, even as a runner. And the very best athletes in sports, they have many people supporting them. And there are going to be times when, when you're not going to be feeling well. And it helps to have people who are going to remind you or who are going to encourage you. I can tell you personally, I, I had some of the best times thinking back on a long, slow run and one of my daughters would be cycling next to me. Hey, and sometimes they would be encouraging me as they noticed, hang on, he's slowing down. And it seems like a harmless example, isn't it? I mean, come on, this is a podcast. It's going out to people in over 36 countries or I think by now 38 countries. But you know what? It's a truthful example. <laughs> what good do Instagram likes do? I have no idea. I'm, I'm, I'm lost. I mean, especially you really know all the people personally. Okay, I can see that. If you've got 50 followers and they're all your dearest friends and now because of the epidemic you can't see them and whatever, and they support you, great. But I doubt most followers know the person. <laughs> and, and those likes, electronic likes, that's not what I'm talking about. It's better to find a truthful supporter. One is better than 100 you don't know and you and they took 10 selfies to upload one which is the best one. <laughs> okay. Hey, next one is your success. It it validates confidence. Now, if you've ever tried to to change some other habit, well the changes are that you succeeded because you had someone there not only supporting you but all the previous steps in building confidence. They will be for nothing if you don't perform well and achieve your goals. So success validates the confidence you have developed in your ability. It demonstrates that your belief in your ability is really well found. It's like proof. It's, it's like you know you've got money on your bank account. You go to the bank, you tell them, hey, I want to see where is my money. You know, it's like a validation. And they're going to be like, what? You want to see what? Anyway, bad example. But you know what I mean. Hey, let me give you a quick rundown again of those five principles. And, and then I'm going to tell you who they're from and why I'm so well, why I'm impressed. You can tell. Anyway, you're also impressed. So the five principles are, number one, preparation breeds confidence. Yes, being prepared. Number two, mental skills reinforce confidence. Use your brain to reinforce that confidence. Don't, don't make it go to waste. <laughs> Number three, adversity ingrains confidence. Oh, adversity, bad weather, not feeling so well, not really going for your best. Number four, support bolsters confidence. You need social support. You need somebody to remind you, somebody to give you that nudge. <laughs> Number five, support validates confidence. Fantastic. Now, as I said in the beginning, that these teachings, they made an impression on me or they left a long-lasting impression on me. And I've seen to it that Elements of this training philosophy, it's present in advanced endurance coaching mythology. And where did I get this from? This concept of self-efficacy. It's from Bandura. And uh, the book, actually, I got it from in, was printed or published in 1977. And hang on. What is self-efficacy? Right. Self-efficacy refers to an individual's belief in his or her capacity to, to really mm, execute a behavior that is necessary to produce specific performance attainments. And these are the exact words by Bandura I'm quoting in here. <laughs> and it actually reflects the confidence and the ability to really exert control over one's motivation, to exert control over one's behavior. 
irrespective of the social environment. And I mean, the difference between self-confidence, the, the, the confidence is belief in self-ability, although <laughs> have zero knowledge with what they need to deal with, but they're willing to try. So basically what you can say is if, if you believe that you could run a 10K under 50 minutes, but you've never done it, that's confidence. Self-efficacy, the belief in self-ability to do a specific task. And after you've gained some knowledge, uh, you know what to deal with. So if you have a training plan and you're following it to the I, to the T, and to complete a 10K under 50 minutes, and you just know, and yes, you know you're going to do it, that's self-efficacy. And rather than just keeping this to yourself, just imagine you can share this. Just think the, the same way you share what type of shoes you've bought, how great they are, how great your run was. Just think if you share these five points, you can actually become an enforcer, <laughs> a, a vicarious enforcer. Uh, what that is, it's the process where my person becomes more likely to engage in a particular behavior by observing another individual. So it's like observational learning. If you, with your group of runners, and you usually run with, if you suddenly start to run up that hill, or let me put it into perspective, if you and your other runners, you all share the same dislike for a certain training element, hills for example, and you suddenly decide to really excel at the training, you actually run up and do the drills exactly as they are in the training plan, that leads to vicarious reinforcement, and that is when magic starts to happen if you start running with other people who maybe are negative about interval training, about fartlek training, and suddenly you become the one who says, I'm going to nail this, I'm going to do this. Now all this is by a very famous psychologist, Albert Bandura, as I said. Uh, lots of quotes here from 1997. This is not watered down stuff. This is the real deal. This is the ice cold can of Coke. <laughs> and you might have read something or about uh, something written about him, and those are watered down versions. This is the real thing. Just to summarize, preparation breeds confidence. Mental skills reinforce confidence. Adversity ingrains confidence. Support bolsters confidence. And support validates confidence. Thank you very much for joining me today. Check out our hypnorun.com courses. That's where we offer, and I want to add this, you know, that's where we really offer content that's based on sound, solid philosophies. And, hey, today I want to give you a special quote here, a verse from the Bible so do not throw away your confidence. It will be richly rewarded. <laughs> That's it. Don't throw it away. Build it and become a better, stronger, and smarter runner. My name is Heiko. Share the show. Give us a like or drop me a mail. Make every step at gmail.com. And remember, please do take it easy.